0: Welcome to our Saturday simulcast slash Coach's Corner. Familiar face, David Wood, uh, and joining, uh, joining us, uh, thank you to the Union Club Hotel, the 811 Bistro for their sponsorship as well. Coach, uh, about eight days ago, the, things changed dramatically for Purdue and its uh, trajectory on its basketball season. It lost to uh, fairly uh, Dickinson in a game that uh, obviously Purdue would love to replay. You don't get that chance in the NCAA tournament. That's what's disappointing. Now it's time to move on. We'll go back at least, touch a little bit on some of the themes of that game. I mean, we've watched uh, and talked about it uh, as much as Purdue fans can bear to talk about it. It's such a difficult loss, but you have a situation where uh you got an fdu team with nothing to lose and a purdue team that just for lack of a better term could not throw it in the ocean and that combination in a basketball game i think we talked off the air college basketball is not a swim meet i love that term you've got to make plays but uh, looking at it through the lens of eight days later
1: what are your takeaways at this point uh you, you can you can uh over evaluate it sometimes. Right, which I um, think we're doing. <laughs> of course, but but uh to 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 my way of thinking, I, I've said it before here, there's a difference between playing well and shooting well. Yeah, uh, I certainly don't think Purdue played very well. Yeah. But uh they the reason they lost is because they shot very, very poorly. Uh uh, you know, there a lot of people I've heard some of the noise and they're screaming about their defense. Well that's the fewest number of points they gave up in a loss all year. Yeah. Uh, which, which says to me, it, it wasn't necessarily their defense. It was their offense. And, and uh, you're in a single elimination tournament. And uh, sometimes, and I don't know, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I think every year's different. I, I, I'm not one of those who says Purdue lost to this team last year and this team the year before uh, this tournament is a lot about matchups, But in a single elimination tournament, I think sometimes, uh, uh, as you said, uh, Fairleigh Dickinson had nothing to lose. Purdue had everything to lose. And I thought uh, they played uh, with uh, a a huge lack of confidence, especially in the second half and especially shooting the ball. Um, You know, uh, give Fairleigh Dickinson credit uh, in this regard. They simply said that – that Zach Eadie was not going to beat them. Yeah. We'll guard him with three guys, you know, we'll give up a dunk to somebody else. We'll give up a bunch. If, you know, if, if, if Purdue makes threes, then Purdue's going to win. If Purdue doesn't make threes, then it's going to be a dog fight. And uh, that was their plan. And it, for them, it worked uh, to almost perfection. Um, you know, good, good enough shooters. Uh couldn't find the basket. Uh, you know, my thing th- saying is, you know, they they couldn't hit water standing in the boat. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and they couldn't. Uh, no, they couldn't. And and uh, it is a it is a re- a really mentally uh, uh, difficult thing. A um, hundred years ago, when I played once in a while, I was the guy they didn't guard. <laughs> uh, and if if the first shot or two goes in, you know now you're off to the races. Yeah. Um, if if the first shot or two doesn't go in, it really really works on you mentally. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's like I play golf, but but sometimes on the golf course, uh, it's just not there, and and it's impossible to fix that in the middle of the round. It's impossible to fix that mental uh, uh, block in the middle of the game, you know, you go out the next day and shoot 200 shots and you get it figured out and you start feeling good about yourself. Uh, it, you can't fix it in the middle of the game. And uh, um, you know, the, the, the last shot that Mason Gillis took was, I think a great illustration. You know, you're standing there, he's looking for some, you know, it's like, he, you know, he didn't really want to shoot it. No, it a game he of shoot this, And he yeah. shoots an air ball and, and he, you know, he's a, he's a better shooter than that yeah uh, what high 30s from from three and and that's not physical that is mental and uh you know they just as a as a team I thought uh that happens that uh, you know it is it is not a swim meet and you can't just not a track meet where you line up and the fastest one wins and you know the fact you know I'm I'm next to you Alan and your time in the 100 meter dash is two seconds faster than mine well I gonna be and fall. i'm not gonna I'm not gonna win that race yeah um and and basketball's that way sometimes. uh um, and it certainly was that way for Purdue uh, last week.
0: yeah, I know you look at that from a coaching standpoint and and uh, you know he tried to put some other guys in the game, you know David Jenkins played twenty three minutes and I'm not well not David Jenkins did a lot of really good things you're, you're just, again. It almost became a, 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 for lack of a better term, a, an epidemic slash pandemic. I mean, it was it was just across the board. I mean, if you think about Jenkins and how he's played. Uh, another example: twenty-three minutes, only gets three shots, but misses all three. I mean, he just nothing flowed. When you're in a in that coaching situation, and, and Purdue did try some other combinations, uh, he, and yet Matt Painter's talked all year long about trusting his guys. You can't just uh, In my view, you can't just say, oh, all of a sudden we're not trusting anymore, we're going to start putting, we're going to put our, we're going to put our uh, walk-ons in this game. I mean, that doesn't seem to be consistent with the way that uh, Matt Painter is about.
1: Uh, No, and uh, it is, it is, as I say, it's hard. In the middle of the game, you're searching for a combination. One of the things I remember thinking very early in the season, with uh, what I felt like was was a solid group of Purdue shooters, is that he'll find one or two every game that are on. Yeah. Well, not this game. No, not in this game. There was in another game nobody. too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There were there have been some games uh, when you look at this at the overall performance of this team. Uh, over the over the season, then I think one of the things you see is that a, a lot of people, me included, thought this would be a very, very good shooting team from three and as it turns out it was a pretty average shooting team from three and significant below average against uh, fairly Dickinson and uh, you know that, ha- you know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how you, I don't know how you blame Matt Painter for that I've been a coach and watched my team. Yeah, a hundred years ago, I had a really good team. Uh, the, the the one thing they did really, really well was shoot the ball. And we played against a team that apparently hadn't scouted us because they played a tight two, three zone, letting us shoot it. And we, we shot, uh, as I recall, eight for 34 from three. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the next night, I think we were pretty good, but then yeah. we were awful yeah. and uh, you know, it happens sometimes. And, and I know, A lot of people get upset over that, but sometimes that's just basketball. Yeah, yeah, and that's a hard thing to deal with.
0: All right, so you do, you know, you've had to deal with difficult ends of seasons and, and as a coach, and we can't pretend to know exactly, but you know Matt Painter pretty well and what he's been about. What how how do you approach, uh, you know, the the offseason? Because it it will be a case, at least with some folks next year, that uh, you're going to everybody's going to be waiting around for the second week of March to see how this team can go can go uh, no matter what it does in the regular season. How do you how do you look at that and say, um, you know, we're going to we're going to trudge on, so to speak, but also get yourself as much as ready for that uh, next uh, next uh, NCAA
1: tournament? Uh, I think it, it becomes a, a, you're not, you can't dwell on that. It becomes yeah. a, we got to get better today. Yeah. You got to get better today. Uh, you know, and, and it's going to be up to uh, individuals to get in the gym and, and get better and, and uh, get in the weight room and get better. You know, I think it's no secret if you watch Purdue um, you know, one guy in particular uh, Fletcher lawyer, is, I think he's going to look a lot different next year yeah. uh, with a full year in the weight room. Uh, he's going to be, you know, I think that uh, he and Braden Smith were so good early. Yeah. So good early uh, that, and, and they just couldn't quite keep up that level of performance, but they're going to be better. And so you, you know, as coaches, you evaluate what we did well, what we didn't do well, um, as players, they do the same thing, and so they're going to try to get better every day and every day, and go out and and then um, I don't know hypnotize them in <laughs> in, uh, in in March to to believe. You know, you sometimes you just got to see some success to um, to have the success. And is that a monkey on Purdue's back? Yeah, it is, and it's not going to leave until they have uh, some significant success uh in march uh four years ago was a long long time ago yeah. you know and 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 people tend to forget that uh you know if, uh, if you're gonna blame the coach for some of these uh failures then you got to blame the you know you got to give the coach credit for what happened four years ago fluky not them them not getting in the final four and you better um Look at the coach when you look at a Big Ten championship, a Big Ten tournament championship, and a number one seed from a team that simply wasn't um uh in September, you know, that those were unfathomable and yeah. did I say that word right? Yeah in yeah. September. They weren't, you know. I mean, if you told me in September that team would win the Big Ten by three games, I'd have thought you were smoking funny cigarettes. You yeah, know, it's not you can't look at that team and not understand through your disappointment about Fairleigh Dickinson, not understand that this team for much of the season overachieved. Yeah. That's uh, a credit to their players and that's a credit to their coaches. And the fact that it didn't work out in March. Okay. At least look at the, look at their total body of work and say, this, this was a really, really good season for Purdue basketball.
0: Yeah, hard hard to hard to argue with that uh, when you're looking at things from a reasonable lens. All right. When you look at this, um, you know, the NCA tournament right now, there are only as we record eight teams, right? We're down to eight. Uh yes. every time we talk about this, and you even go back to 2019 in Purdue, uh, Ryan Klein, Carson Edwards. Now, Carson, both those guys, older guys, yes, you know, 21, 22 years old, both shot out of their minds at times or or shot phenomenally well you look at Marquise Noel you look at uh, even even Hogard from Michigan State I'm down the line there's an older physical uh Braden Smith you have to like his competitiveness he just may not you know I think he may have run out of gas a little bit you know there's you know this is a long year he didn't this past to uh, past off season he spent much of the time uh, you know was in a boot uh, over the right. last summer so my point is uh, you have to think you still have you got that nucleus there. Now you got to figure out a way from a roster standpoint to to backfill it to to make it what you want. But you've got a good place to start in the backcourt, I think. Uh, no question, no
1: question. Uh, uh, the my experience, especially in college, was always that that guys make their biggest improvements, their biggest jumps. Between their freshman and sophomore years, Uh, they know what it's like now. Uh, Those, especially those two guards, who've been uh, through a lot this year, a a big learning experience. They know what it's like. They know what to expect. They know what they have to do uh, to uh, improve their performance. And and and, uh, we'll see. But but I I would expect, uh, especially those two those two freshman guards, to make uh, a significant positive steps going into their sophomore year. Uh, yeah. but you look at like, you talking about these, these eight teams, uh, you're right. They're veteran teams. Uh, you know, there, there's, there's not, there's, I don't know if there's, there are some that have outstanding young guys, but those yeah. young guys are, are, um, are pieces, not, yeah. not the leaders of, of that team statistically or otherwise. And, um, um, I think it's going to be exciting to watch because having watched some of these teams uh, while wow, there, there are some very, very, very talented teams left in this tournament, even though they're not seen, even yeah. though the number one, the four, number one seeds are gone. The three of the four, number two seeds are gone. Yeah. And two of the four, number three seeds are gone. Yeah. So what does the seeding really, really mean? You know, those, those, men and women locked themselves in that room forever and ever. And, and I don't think it matters uh, much at all. <laughs> yeah. What number is next to your name? And, uh, but, but uh, just from a, a basketball fan standpoint, I think this is going to be an exciting uh, nine or 10 days, whatever it is left in this tournament. Yeah. You got the first time in the history of the NCAA tournament that no number one seeds
0: have made it to the elite eight. I believe right. it that uh, and yet some really interesting teams to watch. Uh, and yet that's where I and we get to the transfer portal question and Matt trying to backfill that roster. Don't know. You know, there's other factors, NIL, everything else that we did. Uh, it's hard to know exactly. And Purdue, by the way, did. Uh Tyrese Hunter, of course, Nigel Pack, on down the line. We're all kids that visited Purdue uh in the right. recruiting process um, and didn't come for whatever reason. And I all we know being one of them and and at for Nigel Pack. My point is as you look at this roster um that Purdue has it's and 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 obviously the the seven foot four question is whether Zach Eady comes back. I get that, but uh you you need to find a couple pieces still. It would be nice to find. Do you are you in the camp of a you know david jenkins junior type with maybe a little bit more ability to handle the basketball i mean if you were going to wish wish list your guy to, to the the optimal guy you got miles colvin coming in You have and heidi guys that can get to the rim at least we think and we certainly know that uh, that colvin's got some athletic ability and heidi does as well but how do you look at that roster moving ahead if you were the general manager and had
1: to, had to do that <laughs> and
0: that's a dangerous thing but
1: well, uh they they have to get a point guard. Uh whether it whether it's a guard a point guard that beats Braden Smith out or a point guard that that is capable of backing him up. I think that's that's an immediate need. <coughs> Excuse me. Um the 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 7-4 question is a big one. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a big one, but but um I think they 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 have to get more athletic. They have to get Um, I think wings that can attack the rim at times, Uh, you know, Purdue's offense was a little different with Zach Eady playing through him posting up and um, you know, one of the, one of the uh, points that people make about getting guys that that attack the rim as they get to the free throw line. Uh, And yeah, that's a good thing, but, but look at Purdue's free throw statistics and they are off the charts. Yeah. Uh, made more, you know, attempted yeah. more free throws. What is it? Made more
0: free, made, made more free, free throws the than the other defense. team yeah.
1: attempted. Yeah. You know, so, uh, you know, I think getting people to attack the rim uh, puts defenses on their heels some, but it it's not going to affect Purdue's free throw stats this year. But if Zach E uh, chooses not to return, then one of the things that's going to be really, really important in my mind is, is having athletic uh, wings, players who can't attack the rim. Uh, you know, their offense, if Zach Eady doesn't return, their offense is going to change. Yeah. It, you know, uh, I'm bad with names, but the, the – Craig Kaufman,
0: Wren, obviously, and, and Caleb First are going to be – and that might not in, – in, in all seriousness – might not be the end of the world oh no not those at are two all. very talented players that need a chance to blossom i mean as great as zach ed is and, and any coach would welcome him back a hundred times over i get that but those two guys uh it still would have to be it have to be a little bit of a different type of basketball team as we right. saw sometimes this year when they when when those correct
1: guys and and sometimes successfully and sometimes not as successfully yeah. uh but um athleticism I think will be something that they will look for uh, at the guard position and at the wing position. But I think, as I say, I think you're right. I think Cam Heidi, watching him in practice. Wow. I think, I think he's very, very athletic. Uh, How great a player is he? I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. Uh, Miles Colvin certainly uh, has that reputation and, and I've watched him play some and I think he's going to be a great addition to, uh, uh, Purdue basketball but uh, if I picked one thing uh, that would be it for me yeah yeah I think it's a that's a
0: clear thing from that standpoint uh all right you are getting a chance to go to the Indiana State Championships today as a as a legendary high school coach uh it's part of your career but uh, obviously uh, and I'm going to guess that Matt Painter and company will be be watching uh, as well if the is Badunga as i pronouncing his right name right from from uh Kokomo in the finals but uh uh, talk about just the landscape of what uh you know what you've seen of him and and I know everybody in the world is interested in him so it's it's uh we get that from that standpoint but uh talk about him and also I don't know if you've had the chance to see Cannon Catchings play or, or or uh uh jack ben or any of those guys but to uh, talk about this the landscape of that state tournament and, and 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 the opportunity maybe from a recruiting standpoint that purdue will be in the mix for those guys
1: yeah well it'll it'll be a who's who uh at the at the uh 4a game tonight yeah. <laughs> um, um but uh i have seen uh flory play he is uh, an unbelievable athlete yeah uh run and jump um all those things. He is he's been compared, frankly, by people who should know to Bill Russell. Yeah. interesting. Uh, as an athlete and as a defensive player, his offensive skills uh, are not as developed, but, uh, you know, he who he's got <laughs> yeah. he is uh, he he has a great base from which to uh, develop those offensive skills. Uh, and, and they're not terrible, but, but yeah. you know they're not nearly what they will be in two or three years. But, uh, I, I have heard that he's an outstanding young man and, um, uh, but, uh, when you watch him play, he's, yeah, he's a, he's a phenomenal, uh, athletic specimen, <clears throat> let's say, but, um, He's also, I think, ranked like in the top three players in the country. Yeah. yeah he uh, so uh, he's more than just, uh, is, you know, he's he's not running track out there. He's, he's playing good basketball. So, uh, you know, you'll be able to look around the court from uh, the heights of where I will be uh but seated around the court will be some will be a who's who of college basketball very interested in this young man and that will be fun and it'll be fun to watch him play and 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 to watch him play against uh Ben Davis who I've not seen but uh might be one of the best teams that's ever played in 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 Indiana uh they are undefeated and have been in relatively few close games uh So uh that's gonna be fun that's gonna yeah. be a lot of fun uh, for my wife and I tonight
0: all right well uh the sun has come up for the last eight days uh coaches get paid to figure things out and make things work we'll we'll follow that storyline uh, uh throughout the 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 uh, golden black we'll be doing that throughout the uh, summer and all the way to next november when that uh, season opens okay coach thanks so much we really enjoyed your expertise and it's always fun talking hoops uh from a someone that's been there and and knows that uh the, the highs and the lows of uh coaching and uh, uh it will be interesting if you love basketball and uh, a lot of people that uh, watch and listen to this do this uh, it's tough as it is for Purdue fans to sometimes they want to turn off the NCAA tournament. I get it uh, after the Boilermakers are eliminated. Um, but uh, there's some interesting basketballs to be played, and maybe some things that will be instructional in terms of uh, how the Boilermakers will be playing down the road. So thanks. Well, again. It,
1: it yeah. certainly brought back memories for <laughs> me of 1988. Yeah. Uh, being on the front row uh, with a, a team that was the number one seed and as I recall, two, three, four, and five had gotten beaten before yeah. the before the sweet 16, playing a team that we had beaten by almost 29 points. 29, yeah. I know, yeah. Who's counting? Uh, <laughs> um, so uh, you know, that, that was a very difficult night. Yeah, uh, and, and it is etched in my memory uh yeah. uh that night, but it happens, you know, it, yeah. it does happen. It it is the beauty. And it is the horror of basketball. Uh, it yeah. is what makes it such a beautiful game, in my mind. But, but uh, life goes on, and and, yeah. and you, you do the best you can. Uh, I'll 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 make people upset when I say this, but I said and I said it in my notes. Yeah, that I think Matt Painter is one of the eight or ten best coaches in America, um, and 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 I'll stand by that. And and yeah. I and the people that I know who are coaches and who understand basketball. Uh, generally agree with me on that. So uh, I think
0: I think you're I think that's right. One of the things I got a kick out of Tom Izzo, um, and we'll and we'll put this to a close after he they lost to Kansas State of all things. Uh, I don't know if it's irony, coincidence, or whatever term you want to use. You know, he talked about you know Noel had that one bank shot, and of course uh, Mitch Richmond's bank shot. produced Purdue fans will never forget that uh back <laughs> yeah nor were you because you were sitting there i was too i was not quite as close as you were but i was behind it but yeah that's my point it is the beauty of this tournament you have magical plays you have a guy that and, and noel that basically t- t- turns an ankle and comes in and plays that's the story that's why we love the tournaments and uh, the disappointments part of it so hey thanks again so much thanks to union club hotel and uh, for their support as well and we will look forward to more of this 2023-24 uh, we don't ever wish our when, we, when you're coaches in my age we never wish time away but basketball will be back uh, and I, I have a sense that Purdue will be back and uh, have a very interesting season storyline to go so again coach thanks again so much safe travels tonight and enjoy the hoops I have enjoyed it thank All you right. thank, thank you